Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to the Crazecast, a podcast run by the fans for the fans that brings it close to the action. My name is Roxy and today I'm joined by my fellow host, Jay. Hi! To keep up with all of our content, be sure to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, all at CrazeMag, and YouTube, The Craze. And if you're watching this on YouTube, before we begin, don't forget to like, comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel to catch our next episode, and hit that bell for notifications whenever for whenever we upload new videos my goodness and so we're doing something different today for the um podcast today so i will let roxy introduce it and then we can go into it further so uh today we switched it up a little bit um both of us got a copy of uh Meng Chi, is that how you say her name? Meng Chi? I think so. She I think Meng Chi Meng Chi, I think she goes by Meng Chi. Meng Chi in her 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 YouTube channel. But yeah, she's she we both have it right here for those who are listening on you can see audio. all of the marks that we have. This is all the things that I'm going to try to make. I know I'm using a Pokemon card as one of them. Amazing. Yeah, so. so um we decided to each pick two dishes from this book to make on our own and then come back to talk about it so yeah definitely just wanting to challenge ourselves a little bit more when it comes to cooking um I don't know about you Roxy do you like cooking you know I have had an interest interest in it I used to hate it um when Mm -hmm. I was younger (laughs) like Mm -hmm. in college one time I tried to make Alfredo and the sauce broke and I was like I can never do this again like I failed Uh so badly that Uh I will never cook again Mm -hmm. in my life so Mm -hmm. (laughs) um but Honestly, like since I moved out and mm-hmm. I live by myself now, I have to cook all of my own meals. And since seeing it as more of like a experiment type thing, as opposed mm-hmm. to, you know, having to follow something as a like bit by bit to perfect it, mm-hmm. I've had a lot more fun. So instead of it being like math, it's like writing for me. So it's right. like, here are the guidelines, figure it out. <laughs> right, right. I, I think... For me, like I've always liked cooking, but I come from a realm. I don't know if your parents do this to you, but like when you start cooking, they'll just hover and like they're like, you're doing it wrong. And so that's very discouraging at times because it's just like, I want to learn how to cook and do it right. But also that's part of the cooking experience, right? You have to make mistakes in order for you to perfect your dish of whatever you're cooking. So I like cooking, but it's just like when they hover or like, it, I always have my mom in the back of my head. She's like, you're cutting it wrong. You're, you're dirty. And I'm just like, I just want to cook. So it, this particular one, um, I mean, I've always seen her YouTube videos. I don't know about you. So I was just like, well, she has a cookbook. Why not? Let's just do this. And so, yeah, I really liked enjoying cooking. I think I enjoy cooking a little bit more better than baking because baking requires such specific measurements. And if you fuck something up in a recipe for a baking recipe, your whole thing is particularly screwed. But with cooking okay, it needs a little bit more salt, it needs a little bit more seasoning, or this could use just a little bit more water or something like that. You you could always add, the only part is reducing is kind of hard. 
once yeah. you get it to like once you oversalt it you're done exactly you can, <laughs> so, which is why you start under but like yeah even still having started to cook there are a few times that i have like fucked things up royally oh, yeah. like one time i bought uh gnocchi from the store and it was like mm-hmm. boil it for one minute and it's done um i boiled it for one minute and five seconds and it turned into mashed potatoes that um. fa- oh, well you know what there's <laughs> when we talk about one of the recipes my recipe so um i will say i did not have one or there was one that i wasn't successful in but i know what to do and maybe like after this recording i'll do a post redemption and just add it in and it's like i did it again so yeah it's just all about trial and error so yeah the first one i did and then you'll see the vlog footage for this um scattered throughout um first of all wait before you even get into it how was getting your ingredients okay so um i have a a thing where i am like terrified of going to a new grocery store by myself um Mm -hmm. there is no rational explanation for this like i've never Mm -hmm. had a traumatic event happen but i just Mm -hmm. like my anxiety shoots through the roof (laughs) yeah yeah so um there's an h mart not very far from me it's like Mm -hmm. I don't want to say distance. It's not far. Um, mm-hmm. So I was like, you know what? We're going to, we're going to beat this anxiety. We're going to go. Yeah. Um, so once I got to this new H Mart, like, I don't like not knowing the layout of my grocery stores. I want to know where right. I'm going and what I'm doing. Right. But, uh, it was small enough. Like it was one of the smaller ones. So I was able to find everything pretty easily. And I was having a pretty good time actually mm-hmm. like being able to find stuff. Cause like, the usual grocery store I go to has like a very small like Asian section. So right. sometimes there's gochujang or stuff like that. But just to see like a wall of the things I need, I was like, this is great. <laughs> yeah. This is so yeah. easy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, did you have any difficulties finding anything in H Mart that you had to go into like a different grocery store or were you able to find everything at H Mart? No, I was, I, I got everything I needed at H Mart and it actually, it really helped to be able to read Hangul. Yeah. So it's like, I know, like, for example, the glass noodles are like Dangmyeon. I think that's how mm-hmm. you say it. Um, mm-hmm. But I never would have found them if I didn't know how that was spelled. <laughs> so right, I was like, oh, right. thank Jesus. I know what I'm doing. <laughs> right. So like, if you do do Korean cooking, um, you probably just want to be familiar with the type, like the Korean title of stuff. The same was for right. Gochugaru. That yeah. was weirdly difficult to find if you did not mm-hmm. know how mm-hmm. gochugaru is spelled. <laughs> right. I mean, you can only get, like, if you're lucky, if you it has the picture on the label itself, too. And that's how you kind of can reduce to it. I mean, I think grocery stores now, or Korean grocery stores, they're getting better, at least um, including the Romanized version of the Korean on the labels now, since they're um, importing here into um, the U.S. and other places so yeah I think that was like a good thing like but yeah like Rock said I think you should also just familiarize with yourself with how the hangul looks like you don't have to necessarily read it just remember how, what it looks like or take your pictures because I didn't bring this cookbook with me I took pictures of the recipe and then I just looked at my phone to make sure I was like okay this is what I had but I couldn't find everything in my particular um H Mart store when I went so I had to like outsource just a little bit by running to um like a nearby supermarket 
and which was surprising that I couldn't find certain stuff, but it's fine. Anyways, the first dish that I did was um, sundubu jjigae with meat, or for the English version, it is spicy soft tofu stew. And I really like sundubu jjigae. Like whenever I go out to restaurants and I'm feeling like having something soupy, I will always get this. And um, I'm not the biggest tofu person, but in this I'll have and um so I made it and lesson learned I need to reduce how much gochugaru I use because I nerfed my taste buds yesterday when I was eating it tasted good but it's like it's it's more intense than you think like I put cayenne pepper in like most of the things I make and Mm -hmm. still with the gochugaru I was like (laughs) so yeah like like, you know, that, that feeling like after several bites, your mouth will start like throbbing. Yeah, that was me yesterday. It, I mean, it tasted so good. And um, I really liked it. But I definitely know going forward for the next time I make this, I need to reduce how much gochugaru I use. Because in the recipe, it calls for only a fourth cup. But I'm like, Ooh, I should go even smaller. Because this was very, very spicy. and. I don't think the videos, when you see it, um, do it justice of how red it turned out. <laughs> when you watch the footage later, it's just like, oh, this is red. And um, in the recipe, it could call for different types of meat. I decided to go with pork um, with mine. Um, meat is intimidating to like buy sometimes because you're like, am I, you know picking the right type of meat I mean easy enough is going chicken but I'm like I don't want to do chicken with this I feel like it's better even more savory if you have beef or pork so I decided to go with pork on this one and I actually enjoyed making this like it was a tough challenge because I never really cook with meat in general before so getting to learn how to like properly aside from chicken um properly cut meat now and like I Thankfully, she has this recipe up on her YouTube channel, too, because I wanted to see how she did it, aside from reading it in the um, cookbook. So I liked it. I had fun while I was doing it. I would definitely do it again, but like tone back some of the some of the um, gochugaru because I'm just like, whoa, this is very it's not very spicy, but after a while it's going to burn and I'm not going to like having to go to the bathroom (laughs) later after this. So yeah, that is my first dish. And yeah, I, I think you can do this dish. It's fairly easy. Um, the only thing I think might be that might be intimidating would probably be the fish sauce because people don't necessarily like fish sauce and the smell, but I think, um, Another substitute would be probably soy sauce for that, I think. But yeah, I think you could do this, Roxy. I think you'll like this one. And tofu the great thing, me. <laughs> I've never oh, made okay. tofu before. So the thing is, is that she recommended buying store-bought soft tofu. And so like I literally cut the tofu and just plopped it in. And then you just break it up inside the pot itself. So... I don't think I'd ever try making tofu on my own until I'm more of an experienced cook. But um, thank gosh for markets like H Mart for selling 
<laughs> already made because it's just like I can't even imagine um I think me and Roxy were talking um uh prior to us re recording about this process the one thing that is intimidating for both me and Roxy is creating stock on our own and so definitely did not attempt to try to make chicken stock or anchovy stock this one absolutely also, not absolutely um, not <laughs> no <laughs> Um, cause in the, in the recipe book, they, she does have recipes for making your own stock, but I know for a fact, I am far too squeamish to buy anchovies and like gut them to make a stock. So I was like that. Even is, if it's dried, it, even if it's dried, like I, yeah. there are some things I can't do. I just recently yeah. got okay with like chicken breast, like touching uncooked chicken breast. Yeah. That's how much I was like eh, about meat. So yeah. Like, yeah. Can't do stock. Um, yeah, but, um, yeah. The dish that I made, um, the first one was the raboki, um, with mm -hmm. a few modifications, mm -hmm. uh, cause I am picky about my vegetables. Um, and I don't like fish cakes, so I did oh, not really? fish cakes. Yeah, I don't. Okay. That's fine. I'm not a big fan of seafood in general. And like uh -huh. when, when I've tried fish cakes, I'm like, this is too, too fishy. Is it a, oh, is it the, the actual taste or the texture? Cause I know some people don't like it for the texture. Mostly taste, I would say, but okay. also didn't like the texture very much. Mm -hmm. So instead, I just used more rice cakes. Rice cakes. I didn't use fish cakes, um, but mm -hmm. I also didn't put the eggs in because I have an allergy to eggs. So no oh, eggs. Bummer. Yeah, it's the worst. That's fine. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. That sucks. Yeah. Oh, okay. So like not only am I allergic to wheat and gluten, I'm also allergic to eggs. So like baking is impossible for me. <laughs> sucks I'm yeah. sorry stupid my body's stupid doctor confirmed it uh but yeah so I just made the tteokbokki with the ramen at the very end um the the thing about that is like you know when you get the go the gochujang in like the the tub mm -hmm. it is so difficult to stir that shit yeah <laughs> so you put yeah. that with sugar and then the gochujang and it's like oh my god <laughs> How do I it's even so get this mixed thick, up? Right? It's so thick. I was like, there's yeah. no way this is breaking up when I put it in the stock. Mm -hmm. It did. Um, but it was like, it was very difficult to get mm -hmm. that all together. But I would say like, this is probably one of the easiest dishes I've ever made like on the fly because mm -hmm. all you do is like soak the rice cakes for 10 minutes as long as they're not frozen. Um, I just bought like the the refrigerated pack or whatever. Mm -hmm. Soak mm -hmm. the rice cakes, make the the gochujang sauce put the stock in put it on a boil throw everything together and let it simmer for mm -hmm. a certain amount of time mm -hmm. um i do think there was too much liquid because i didn't have fish cakes so mm -hmm. like there was less to take it up so i had to mm -hmm. on the fly kind of be like okay we're gonna put a top on this and let it thicken for a little bit yeah yeah it'd be watery as hell yeah um but that turned out like really spicy also mm -hmm because of the the gochujang gochugaru it mm -hmm. was a lot but it was still really good mm -hmm. i mean i have a ton left over too there's so much left over right right i i definitely overestimated how much i cooked i was like Ooh, this was supposed to serve two <laughs> i don't know because like some like eight ounces of noodles yeah. is like a lot i'm like <laughs> this is a lot of like ingredients um it, i don't think it's necessarily like uh like I just can't get my timing right how about you like when you like 
it would call like the recipe would call for like oh do it for five to seven minutes I'm like no I have it down here <laughs> hunger yeah right? I, like I use that as like a guide not as an absolute right yeah so it's yeah. like it's like it says like 10 minutes to simmer after 10 minutes I open it up and my sauce is watery as hell I'm like absolutely not this is going on longer like yeah. there's some intuition to it too like mm-hmm. if the timing isn't right keep going like mm-hmm. don't use that as an absolute yeah so what would you do differently for the next time you try making this definitely reduce the amount of stock I used because mm-hmm. like the the recipe called for five cups of it. I only had four because like the the stock that I bought was a small like bottle, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and even still, it was like way too much. So right. I right. think being more intuitive about that, or having I didn't consider ahead of time that all of that liquid was to contain everything that I didn't put in. So. Right, right. Would you add anything else aside from just tteokbokki and ramen? Yeah, because I think that that gets a little bland quickly. So maybe just mm-hmm. like aromatics, like maybe onions, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ooh, you know what? Sausage, maybe. Or Ooh, like yeah. Ham. Or like some some sort of meat. Yeah, that'd be good. Yeah, maybe you should try doing that. Because I was just like, um, I think that's the cool thing about her cookbook too. It's just like, it's just like, oh, if you want a vegetarian option or you want a seafood option, she she has the recipe. It's the same recipe, but you're like, okay, here's how to do it a little bit differently. I think for mine, I think I would add in a little bit more veg. I really like bok choy. So I, I would probably just add a little bit of bok choy for myself into the sundubu jjigae um, recipe. I think also maybe adding ramen <laughs> also might just just to soak it up because like you I I definitely the recipe called for two cups of um stock but I used the whole entire container and I put in way more veg um like onions and cucumber because I don't really like mushrooms so I substituted mushrooms for but uh Korean cucumbers instead and I'm like I should have cut this up smaller because my portions are now huge and so you compensate by adding more of the stock and I'm just like yeah I need to watch how much I'm cutting into some of these things or else it's going to be a disaster and now you're gonna have way more than you anticipate and so I'm like I have to get through this spicy soup <laughs> for the rest of the week and I'm like uh-oh I know I'm like I have because like the second dish I made you have to eat within like three days of it oh, yeah we'll talk about it mm-hmm. when we get to that one but it's like I have so much Korean food I'm gonna hate it by the end of the week <laughs> it's right so it's just over. like yeah you know what it's going to be like I'm gonna be sick and tired of this like in like two three days but we don't waste food as much as possible we don't waste food no too expensive <laughs> to yeah. throw all too that away expensive like really like people don't real like that's the downside of cooking ingredients over time get so expensive so especially just, meat dude especially yes yes meat is so expensive right now that dude. it's just like my dog does not eat dog food because she's diabetic she eats mm-hmm. people food it's chicken like chicken breast and barley yeah the price of chicken breast right now is <laughs> it's expensive this inflation that is happening right now is killer so like if you're going to try and attempt some of these uh 
I would try to opt for the easier ones first right now off this cookbook because certain ingredients are expensive. There's an like a, a braised beef one that's in here. I want to try it so bad, but beef is so expensive right now that I'm like, that's that's a later time. Yeah, honestly, so. I think pork belly is the best option because I bought mm-hmm. some of that and it was like $8. I was like, all right, okay, we're good. Yeah, yeah. The pork, um, it, it called for tenderloin, but I, I got sirloin instead, which was fine. Um, I I had to pick out, I was just like, some of these cuts are a bit expensive. You know what? $3. I'll just take that one. <laughs> you yeah, know, tenderloin like, too, especially is usually expensive to begin with. So yeah. So I was just like, oh, I'm going to take this cheapest one, but it's still enough meat for me to get by in this recipe. So yeah. But I think cheaper alternatives by adding like sausage or spam, I think would be helpful for those who are wanting to do it. I will try, you know, the next time thinking about it, I'm going to try doing a ham cheese soon do bujigay just to see how that's going to work out. So yeah, that, that was fun. That was super fun. I, the first dish, I can't wait to see your footage of when you cook this, cause I want to see your process. And, um, just when we, when the episode goes live, we'll, we'll see, but my next dish is actually the failure. So it wouldn't be an experience if one of us at least didn't mess up. And I definitely, <laughs> stuff in this one um for this particular dish um it is the rice cake and grilled cheese skewers Ooh, i have that one marked yeah so it was it looks like this it's it's more of like a street food particular kind of um dish so I messed up greatly. (laughs) I messed up big time in terms of um, as I was making this dish and you'll see it in the footage too um, because I did not end up eating it because I failed so badly. So if I I think later before this episode comes out, I think I do want to redeem myself and try to make it again just because um, like I said earlier in the episode, I didn't have, I couldn't find everything within H Mart. One thing I could not find was cheese, proper cheese. Interesting. Um, I didn't even look because I have cheese at home. So like, yeah, like some of the other things, like I have this at home. So like, I don't have to worry about this. And there's just, I didn't want to necessarily be like this recipe called for sweet and condensed milk. And I didn't want to do like something super sweet, even though I think it would taste great. Um, That's the only thing I didn't include. But um, so I had to go to another store and I bought mozzarella, but I bought the wrong one. I in um, in the cookbook it says mozzarella sticks. And I was just like, how are you, you know, like, so your first thought is like string cheese or like actual mozzarella. And um, this is where I should have watched the video she created first because I didn't know about it until as I was cooking about it, cooking this dish, I bought the wrong type of uh, mozzarella where I bought the block and I should have just gotten the string cheese because they didn't have it at the H Mart. They had like other cheese, like the shredded cheese, but that's not helpful. <laughs> that's not what I need for this one. Um, and like other blocks of cheese, but not mozzarella, surprisingly. 
the other thing I didn't know, and I'm glad I caught it on camera where, or I got part of it on camera where um, I didn't know I was supposed to blanch the rice cakes either. And it's a good thing I went back to the video because I, at first I was just like, I did soak my, um, my rice cakes prior just to soften them up, but they were still too um, hard that when I tried putting the skewer in, it would just break in half. And then I went into the, and it doesn't say that in the textbook or a textbook, a cookbook where you're supposed to, you should blanch the rice cakes just a little bit. And in her video, she said blanch about a minute. Um, I blanched it within a minute and it just turned into putty <laughs> at the end of it. So there's my lesson of like, okay, this has to be blanched even quicker than I'm used to. So by the end of it, sticky fingers, and I'm putting the cheese into the skewers. And as soon as I popped it into the pan to start frying it, the cheese just melted everywhere and it didn't fry. And so it makes me wonder, okay, so I guess the string cheese, it holds its shape better. So that's why I think I have to redeem myself in terms of making this one and put it later in, put that footage later in because I really, now I know what I did wrong and here is what I'm going to do better next time. And so, yeah, this was a fail. So I couldn't eat it, but this is what cooking is. You make mistakes and you learn from it. And so, yes, talking about food right now is making me really hungry. And it's like eight o'clock in the morning. So I definitely am going to eat after this. But um, yeah, that that's where I failed. But at least I got that footage for you. And you know, don't make the same mistakes I did. <laughs> Honestly, dude, <laughs> rice cakes can be difficult. Yeah, they yeah. are like, deceptively difficult sometimes. Yeah. Um, and because like, I've made a different like snack dish with uh with rice cakes where you boil them for like four minutes to make sure that they're yeah. they're all soft but like if you mess it up they just like like if you leave them alone for too long they stick to everything everything so like I've drained them once and left them there for five minutes and I was like pulling them off my strainer yeah. I was like Jesus so yeah rice cakes are great but they're also like they can be very yeah difficult. they're super finicky so like like if you're not watching this I have nails this was the hardest thing to like take them out under my nails that I'm like did I get everything and then it's like when you wash After your hands it doesn't come off yeah and you're like come off. and so um like definitely don't make the mistakes I did and I think it would be just great to reference her YouTube videos because most of these recipes that are in her cookbooks, she has videos for. Look at her corresponding video to what her recipe is because without me, if I didn't um, look at her video for it, I'd probably be like, the fuck am I doing wrong? How am I supposed to do this? And I, it probably would have been an even bigger failure in this um, particular episode. And I'm like, um... I did it wrong. I don't know how to do this. How do I fix it? So I want to definitely redeem myself and I'll put that footage in as soon as I can. Um, and then also she bought in the video, you would think like 
because we buy the pre-packaged um, tteokbokki, the rice cakes, you know, you would think any of them would fit. She had some really thick ones. And I'm like, this doesn't look like my tteokbokki that you could buy at the grocery store. And she says, she said you can either make it or buy store-bought, which it doesn't matter. But in the picture, they look freaking huge. Like, they look like the thicker diameter ones. So I was just like, are my, is my tteokbokki that I bought not the right one but I mean that I guess that's another thing to experiment with but now I have many I have a lot of tteokbokki and I don't know what I'm going to do with it because I mean it's not like I'm going to skewer like eight of them <laughs> that's a lot of carbs and cheese first of all but <laughs> I do have um, a recipe I can send you for fun rice cake snacks yeah and then I I Maybe I'll, if you, what do you think, Roxy? I also just, it's not in her cookbook, but I know how to make carbonara tteokbokki. Yes. I can do that. I can do that and add this in later. So I might just make carbonara tteokbokki with the leftovers that I have. And that recipe is not in her cookbook, but fairly easy. Just don't fuck up the heavy cream. <laughs> yeah. It's always the heavy cream, bro. That's what I've yeah. learned. <laughs> yeah. That's what I've learned making Alfredo. Got to can't fuck with that heavy cream yeah so everything else is pretty easy and you know what as a bonus I'll include that later on in this footage because I've been craving carbonara tteokbokki so that even though I had a failure there's something I could always redeem myself with and maybe have a bonus video because I feel bad for not having two full dishes but it's okay it's okay so what was your other dish that you tried making I did not I did not epic fail I had like a tiny fail in my mm -hmm. second dish um I tried making japchae um which was like super intimidating to me at first because I have never fucked with glass noodles I don't like mm -hmm. I was terrified of messing those up mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. this one takes a little longer because those are supposed to soak for 40 minutes in cold water uh -huh. <laughs> so like just set that aside um this is where I took away a bunch of vegetables um because like you I don't like mushrooms um, mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. I didn't put any mushrooms in, don't really care that much for carrots. Um, try to remember good for the eyes. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. I mean, I could have, I just like, I didn't that that's uh -huh. like a vegetable I will, I'll eat, but like, I don't seek mm -hmm. out. Um, and then I don't like spinach. So this recipe mm -hmm. called for spinach as well. And I was like, absolutely mm -hmm. not. Mm -hmm. Um, so I did a more basic form where I really just use like garlic and onions. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, along with the noodles so that also I feel like may have contributed to so like a part of my noodles did burn on the skillet mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and I think it's because there wasn't as much surface area in there so and it came water. in contact yeah it yeah, came in contact probably because with... I think with spinach and carrots the like the, it still soaks up the water and then once you're frying it it'll you know, come out and it'll release. So it, I think it called for a little bit more moisture, probably, yeah, maybe? Most likely. Okay. It didn't ruin, like, my entire dish wasn't burnt. It was just, like, a little section because I caught it soon enough. I opened it up. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, fuck, like, we're burning. Move like, it. Oh, what happened? Yeah. So um, that was an interesting process, too, because there's also, like, a side of meat that goes with it. I chose pork belly. Mm -hmm. um, and the sauce that the pork belly that you make is, it smells exactly like a Korean barbecue joint. I was like, I just unlocked something. I can make this at my house now. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah. So good. Um, and it's mostly, it's like soy sauce, brown sugar, and like sesame oil are like 
the three big mm-hmm. things in all of the sauce. Mm-hmm. Soy sauce is not gluten-free, um, but there is tamari sauce, which tastes exactly the same. So oh, that's what I used. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even know it was gluten-free. It wasn't gluten-free. Oh, interesting. Yeah. You learn something new every day. Uh-huh. Yep. That's one of the big ones that gets people um, with celiac or just like me who just has an intolerance. So mm-hmm. um, just use that and you cook the meat ahead of time, get that all done. And then put, uh, it's like, I use the same skillet that I did for, <laughs> for the dog bokey. Um, mm-hmm. But basically you just, the noodles soak, you drain them, make everything else, get everything prepped, throw it all together and then put a top on for like 10 minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I think it turned out well, all things considered, because mm-hmm, I didn't mm-hmm. like, I ate it. I had it for dinner. Yeah. So uh-huh. it was not as hard as I thought it was going to be. There is a lot mm-hmm. of prep that goes into it. And like, I'm yeah. still a failure at cutting vegetables. So like, especially garlic, like mincing my own garlic is a pain in the ass. <laughs> like, oh yeah. When you see how I did it, I'm like, mm, you're just like, <laughs> I, who are, like professional chefs. We, we should preface. We're not professionals. We're just at home people regular people trying to cut and I mean remember for those who are cooking or not doesn't know when you cut you cut like this not like that okay you cut against the grain like that when you're like if you're holding an onion you hold it like that and cutting it when you're doing the garlic use your fingertips but be careful because it's so small but um yeah like cutting vegetables like that very intimidating because I'm, yeah. I'm always scared that I'm going to cut my fingers off so yeah always like this okay I've definitely so stabbed myself before not enough to yeah. bleed but where it was like shit <laughs> like ooh. when I had long nails there's one time I was cutting and I had my fingers out and I nearly cut my nail off and I was just like oh, that would have been a very big disaster if that was my actual finger <laughs> yeah thank god they're like they're acrylic fake nails so it's just like oh be careful. So when you are handling this for all of our listeners, please practice safety. <laughs> don't hurt yourself because I mean, also don't put your um pan like don't be so close to your pan, especially if you're gonna be um frying things. Oh yeah, and I'll come out and get happen. you. Oh yeah. It happens yeah. to me all the time. But yeah, I think the only issue I sort of had is like what I noticed when I was making this is like she didn't specify where the heat mm-hmm. should be when you put the noodles in like if it's in supposed to be on high mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. um so I'm also worried I put it too high and that's why it was also mm-hmm. burning so mm-hmm. like I had to adjust on the fly with that as right. well right so uh I wasn't like you and smart I didn't go look at the videos that she did of cooking I it's was just okay. like we're gonna wing it <laughs> yeah yeah so I think that's the um I think yeah those are just some lessons learned going forward but I mean, overall, like, I know, like, this talking portion may seem a little bit more short, but you have vlog footage, so. Yes, and I gotta say, I found pineapple soju at H Mart when I went there. Oh, yes, 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 yes. So, um, when I was making dinner, I was drinking that. (laughs) Did you try, uh, did you happen to see the one with, it's, it's the tropical with mango and pineapple in it? Or no, No. the mango one? I was just like, pretty good. I was like really excited that they had soju at H Mart because sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't carry it. And I was like, there were three peach ones left. I was like, that's mine. Like, (laughs) 
But that yes. was like the first thing I put in my cart. Everyone's like, she's an alcoholic walking around in H Mart with just soju in my cart. See, like when I was walking, you know, you could get the standard bottles. And then I started noticing there's the even bigger bottles. And I'm like, oh, this is dangerous because they started making it in the other flavors. And I'm like, this is lethal. Yeah. This is lethal to have. But yeah. I think that's the cool thing about like going to like places like H Mart or any Asian grocery store that does have Korean ingredients. You like the things that we were like our favorite snacks are there. Things you want to try are always going to be there, and so like you're always finding something new. I know Roxy was trying to struggle buying a certain piece of ramen. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I bought the the is it carbonara or rose ramen? It it's like the fire noodles. It, it, is it creamy carbonara on the packaging? I it's, it's the pink I package, the pink fire noodle package. Okay, because I bought one because I was just like, since Roxy's talking about it. <laughs> See, and here's the thing: is like I don't necessarily do spicy, 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 but I was just like, you know, I wasn't mad with the original carbonara one. I mean, it still hurt, but. I was like, let me try this creamy one. See how they are. They're bulldog bad. noodles, so it's gonna yeah, be a time. So I, I was just like, oh, I better make sure I don't eat or like I I take it easy when I eat this. But yes, um, I think that's a cool thing about just going to these grocery stores and you're like, now I know where to get stuff and I'm familiar with these things. So I mean, overall, this particular experience was a lot. But I'm glad that we did it because it was definitely a challenge to like learn how to cook other things. So in the future, what are like we we showed off how we had like some things marked off. What are some of the dishes you want to try next? I know I put the army stew on there as one of them. Mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I wanted to try to make songpyeon as well. I'm very oh, okay. scared of doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, that was one I marked off. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see some of the the meat dishes yeah as well um there's the a lot of seafood beef. the braised beef short ribs I want to try so bad galbi gym give me galbi gym so bad because there's a galbi gym restaurant here that I'm just like I'm craving it but it's expensive because it's like if you want to buy it it's like 60 bucks yeah we're serving for two yeah. So I'm like, mm-hmm. Chase the another one I marked off because I was just like, okay, I want to see how Roxy did it and then learn from what Roxy did so I can see how I can do it with um for myself. Um it's I will say Jopje is very similar to have you ever had Filipino like noodles like Pancit? I would recommend, and I'm, I know in your area, you might be able to find some just because there's a lot of Filipinos within your general vicinity. So um, japchae is very similar to pancit where the noodles are, they're not glass noodles per se, but cooking the noodles are, are very temperamental. So um, my mom's been asking like, can you make it? Cause that's her favorite thing whenever she goes to Korean restaurants. So I want to attempt that since Roxy tried it. I was like, I want to try that too, next, but um, I want to try her, like her drinks, like making her cocktails and her. Oh drinks. yeah. The, the, like the watermelon. Soju yeah, cocktail. Yeah, yeah, There's also yeah. yakju on there, which I wanted to try to make. Yeah. So I was just like, I want to try making that. And then she had this persimmon punch slush. 
and I'm like, ooh, that looks good. I would do shaved ice if doing the shaved ice wasn't difficult. <laughs> yeah, it's, that, that seemed too difficult. There's yeah. a lot. I feel like most of my markings are either like the meat dishes or like the uh, like sweets or mm-hmm. like street food because she does have a recipe for hotok as well. Yeah, yeah. Oh, very. That's a very wintry fall type of dish to do but oh like I mean I think H Mart you could buy the pre-made hot dog but like some there's something gratifying about making it yourself it's just dough <laughs> dough is intimidating when it yes. comes to that but yeah I, I'm glad we did this I'm proud of us we 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 did it and so we we know what to do going forward so, and I didn't set my kitchen on fire, so. Right. Honestly, <laughs> nothing really fully burned. Okay. Um, and I mean, we were able to eat it. That's what matters. I mean, not to say that we're terrible cooks, but. <laughs> um, I still, I'm still novice level. I'm very yeah. beginner, so. Yeah, like I still like the usual dishes that I make myself. Like I know how to make a kimchi fried rice. Um, like even then you still kind of burn it just a little bit, but also scorched rice is very good. So, I mean, you win some, you lose some. And yeah, I, I'm just really glad that we did this. And maybe we should, should we try challenging some of our craze members to try doing this? And ask maybe them, we should. Like, like we should probably, like, hey, any of the craze members who are listening or watching this right now, let us know if you want to join in on an episode because I feel like we have to revisit like do more cooking stuff because we don't get to talk about food on this uh podcast much and so um would love to do more food things and just experiment more so if anybody is down or even our listeners or our mutual friends who are wanting to come hop on an episode the invitation is open please let us know and we definitely love to make something but I think with if we bring on more people, I think we should only do one recipe <laughs> instead of two. But because it's me and Moxie, we just started to do two. So yeah, I'm getting hungry. How about you? <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go have some lunch. Um, we also, in the food column that is not currently active, but in the past has been, um, we have put up some of uh, Mangchi's recipes on there. She's probably one of like the biggest like Korean food people that mm-hmm. you'll find on the internet. So if you're interested in finding more, you can also go to her website. I'm sure she has a bunch of this stuff on there as yeah. well. Yeah. And I mean, you don't have to necessarily pick up this particular cookbook. I mean, for this cookbook, I think we spent less than $20, right? It was on sale. It was like 17 bucks. Yeah. Like um, her cookbook is fairly thick and it is, you know, decently priced because look how it's pretty thick. Um but if you don't have the the means or the money to buy it, the great thing is it's free on YouTube. It is free on her website. And she walks you, she she still, you get to hear her and she gets to walk you through her process. There's just a lot of pause involved. We're writing down the measurements that um, that she, she uses throughout the um, particular uh, recipe. So there's definitely resources out there available for you. And just because we use Mangchi's cookbook for this episode doesn't mean you have to go with her particular cookbook. There are other people out there in the world who have 
other recipes and everything like that. So we definitely encourage you who are watching and listening to try, especially if you're into Korean culture and their food and want to try something new, definitely do this. I think because me and Roxy just really like Korean food. Like we're just like, yeah, sure. But yeah, if you're down to try something, highly recommend, go do it. This is fun. And with that, I think we're good to head out uh, and go eat some of the food we made. I know, I know, because I'm hungry. For sure. Maybe, maybe, maybe having spicy soup early in the morning might not be the greatest idea though. Don't know until you try it, so. True, but do I want to regret <laughs> it later in the bathroom? I don't know. <laughs> That's a good point. Just like, do I want to regret this? Maybe we'll see. If not, I definitely, it'll be lunch or dinner later tonight. And yeah, I will redeem myself. I have a challenge for myself. So at least you know that this episode is not going to be super long or not, it's going to be long enough for you to do this. Cause, um, yeah. Yeah. Thanks for listening to this week's episode, guys. Yep. I'll Don't forget to. Close it out. <laughs> don't forget Sorry. to follow us on social media at craze mag and leave us a rating or review uh we're available on all platforms so this has been the craze cast and we'll see you next time bye thank you for listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube